What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to Consequence Uncut, a series that gives listeners and readers a deeper dive into our features with major artists. For this episode, we're talking to Zach Brown. It's competitive. People can choose to go see anyone. So we dedicate ourselves to the fans so they know when we come back to their city, they're going to see something new. They're going to get their money's worth. And we're going to hopefully leave them feeling amazing when they leave the concert. I'm Mijan, lead podcast producer at Consequence. I am Paolo, an associate editor at Consequence. So, Paolo, welcome back. How are you doing? It's been a, it's been a little it's been a minute since you've been back here. It's been a little bit, but I'm happy to be back. It was a great chat that I had uh, a couple weeks ago with Zach Brown. He just released this fantastic live album called From the Road, Volume One: Colon Covers. Mm-hmm. So this is mm-hmm. the first of potentially a few volumes of cover songs that Zach Brown and Zach Brown Band performed live at various venues throughout the country. So cool. And you know what? Like when I was listening to the interview, one thing that made me super happy was just this idea of joining him out on the road. And in pop culture history, these live performances can really change the way that you view the artist. And because Zach Brown is such a he's so known for being a live performer, like when he first won that uh, that that Grammy, and I was like, who's Zach Brown band? And everyone's like, no, no, no. Like, if you if you like a genre of music, you've gone to see a show, you'll see how amazingly talented he is and how untalented the ensemble is. And it and, and and his performances really just speak for themselves. Definitely. He's one of those musicians who, you know, I think a lot of musicians these days are like, you gotta see it live to get it. And I think that, <laughs> you know, often those bands are not really associated with the country genre. And I think that they wear that with a huge badge of pride. I think they, Mm -hmm. especially in this interview with Zach, Zach has nothing but unbelievably amazing things to say about his band. He could have spent the whole interview talking about, you know, how he writes songs and 
you know, what his decisions were as the band leader, quote unquote. But he mm-hmm. was so decidedly against that, very egoless, very humble, and just wanted to talk about how his band, he, he, there's a point in the interview where he calls everybody in his band ninjas because of how versatile, <laughs> how versatile and how adept they are on stage in, you know, all different capacities. Yeah, and I feel like the uh, my my favorite quote is when he's like, "If you do a good job, you're the worst person in your band." Absolutely, <laughs> he just has such reverence and such reverence for not just showing up and playing, but for just those moments on stage where they're all firing on all cylinders, yeah. all interlocking, um, singing you know four or five part harmonies. It's just like a clear capturing of the rush of a Zach Brown band show. Um, oh, hundred percent. And I, I love, I love that he's taking us on that journey because I feel like when you watch an artist live, that's when you really fall in love with them. I remember, like, I always thought that Jay Z was cool, but when that live unplugged album came out with the Roots, I was like, Jay Z is the man. Like, I need to go watch this man live with a real setup, and you know, just get into the whole thing. And gosh, and, 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 and I, I, I was, of course, before this interview, I was listening to a couple tracks. Of course, Bohemian Rhapsody is an epic work of art. Um, it, it slams every time, but it's so amazing to hear his take on it. Um, Sweet Emotions with Steven Tyler. Amazing. And my personal favorite, You Somebody, my go-to karaoke song. And, you know, just like anytime I want to rock out, I'm like... I've been rolling around, you know, just like I love you know, ready that, to that is your go to karaoke song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it's not chicken fried by the Zach Brown band. Maybe it will be because obviously I need to I need to I need to change up my my genre of live songs because apparently <laughs> Zach Brown has multiple albums worth of these songs that he has yet to release. So if I only have like four karaoke songs that I can turn to, maybe I need to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> Definitely. I think Zach would agree. Throughout the rest of this interview, in addition to talking a lot about the live shows, we talk a lot about collaborators and about his inspirations, especially currently in the country music world. We also have mm. this great moment where we talk about Zach working with Dave Grohl, how much he admires Dave Grohl, yeah. Foo Fighters, and you know he speaks to Dave's work ethic and his integrity and his dedication. And that's one of my favorite parts of this whole interview. Yeah, no, I mean, he's he's a musician's musician. This new live album is really amazing. And it's really great to hear just like his personal take on it. So thank you so much for bringing us this interview. So you can check out the full article on consequence.net. Oh, and before we go, there's probably one more thing that Mijan needs to tell you about. Why, thank you, Paolo. This month, y'all, we are trying to spread the word about Consequence Uncut. If you love our show as much as we love bringing it to you, we really need your help, and we would like you to hop over to Apple Podcasts, hit that follow button, and leave us a review. Not only is this a quick and easy way for you to show your support, it'll give you a chance to win some exclusive, amazingly cool Consequence merch. So just head to the link in our show notes and submit your info along with a screenshot of your review. And we'll be shouting out our winners next month. So make sure that you leave that review as soon as possible. Thank you so much for helping Consequence Uncut grow. And now I'll turn it over to Paolo and Zach Brown of the Zach Brown Band for this interview. Please enjoy. You've just released this amazing covers album. I listened to it this morning and have just been really honestly 
impressed, I guess is the way uh, I should say. It's just uh, some of these vocal harmonies, you know, usually when bands do live covers, it's it's can be a wash, but these sound so true to the originals. And it's just such a great representation of what you and your band can do. Uh, and you just announced a new tour as well with Kenny Chesney for next year. What's going through Zach Brown's mind today? You know, I'm, re- I'm super excited to get this album out because if people just know our band from hearing the songs that are on the radio and haven't come to a show yet. So our shows are super dynamic and we play all kinds of music and things. And we always throw in curveball cover songs and things that people would never expect us to play. So I was excited to give a taste of what our live shows are and our arrangements, you know, when we reinterpret these things, it's, it's definitely our own. And so I'm just super excited to have a new album out, to have a representation of what we do live, the, the amount of work we put into making these arrangements and playing them live and feeling the energy of everything. So it's, it's, it's fun. And this is volume one because we, we have a lot. We've recorded every show that we've done in the last 15 years. So we, we have a massive collection of these things. So volume one and um, super excited. Clay Cook and my band mixed them and he did an awesome job. So it's exciting. You know, anytime you put out new music, you, you never love it more than right when you, you know, release it. So how did you decide which songs were like, okay, that one we got to put in volume one. That's got to be from the road of volume one. And we listened through to a lot of them. Really? Uh, and... Yeah, just just the first first ones, first pass on it. You know, I just kind of browsed through and picked them because we're definitely going to do more. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but I wanted a good range of things. You know, I wanted a little Sinatra on there, a little BC Boys, a little Queen. If you listen to Bohemian Rhapsody, the original version, Freddie Mercury did 70 vocal tracks. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's six of us that sing in the band. So picking the parts for each of us to sing live that helps to like pull that off. So that was a year of playing with that song before we actually put it out. Yeah. And we put a lot of work into, into what we do. And this is just another side in representation because studio records are awesome and songs on the radio, people might think we're one thing, but until you see a show, you really can't understand our band until you come see it. The vocal harmonies on some of these songs, you know, on all the Zach Brown band songs, there's a lot of really clear, crisp vocal harmonies. It's such a part of the tradition of the band. But yeah, learning some of these really complicated arrangements, especially vocally with all the other guys in the band. What was that experience like uh, over the years? I can't say enough about my bands. You know, yeah. everybody in my band is extraordinary. And they're they're super fast learning curve on things when they come in to to do things and it's just a privilege to get to play with such incredibly talented people and everybody is a music nerd in the band and you know if you do it right you're the worst person in your band (laughs) makes sense (laughs) you know it's fun to go through those journeys and to hear them and, and make tweaks and figure it out. But, you know, I grew up in first grade, I started in choir and I was in choir all the way through college. And the vocal arrangement part of it is, is super fun for me. Um, harmony is where it's at. You know, I grew up, the Eagles were a major influence uh, on us and getting, you know, growing up and being steeped in those kind of things. There's, there's really not that chill bump, like four part harmony and, 
picking other notes as well. Now that Caroline's in the band and can sing super high, you yeah. know, Steve, we can pick color notes and passing tones and things like that. You know, it just helps to like explain and also going to keep Clay from getting a hernia from singing so, so high. There's not um, one guy just all the way on the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to ask just since, you know, you've got such an incredible just log of music that you've probably cherished and loved. Were there any live albums that you specifically were drawn to when growing up or when you first started playing? Probably Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds was one of them. Just yeah. with them together. Man, Donny Hathaway live, like doing Jealous Guy. I didn't grow up listening. I grew up listening mainly to studio albums and stuff. There's yeah. a few things that stand out to me that are live records, but yeah, that's those are the first ones that come to that come to mind. I think that's an interesting kind of thing of like, you know, a lot of people spend so much, we spend so much time listening to studio albums that sometimes that ephemeral nature of a live show just doesn't really factor into a lot of the bands that we love, a lot of the musicians that we love. But here and there, there are some really, really seminal live albums where you really experience like kind of what you were saying, uh, just that that sort of amazing chaos of that live show. Um, I'm curious also, on the other hand, if there are any cover albums that you particularly liked or just uh, the tradition of covers, especially in country music, what that really means to you. That's yeah. another question. If you think back, like when like Ray Charles sings country music like that that album that ray charles did where it, it was totally out of what people would expect from him that that's a that was a really bold album of covers and then you know like just this last year luke combs covered fast car by tracy chapman and that was like the yeah. biggest song of the year you know songs great songs just transcend time and mm -hmm. for that song to be picked up 30 years later and now to be the biggest country song this last year, you know, that's the hope, you know, that you that you write a collection of songs that people are going to want to keep singing and recording and doing things. So obviously on this album as well, there are some really wonderful special guests, Steven Tyler, Marcus King, Daryl, uh, Daryl Scott. Uh, I'd love to just hear what it was like getting to share the stage with them. You've gotten to share the stage with a lot of different amazing artists, but specifically for this covers album, for these live shows and that experience, uh, what was it like kind of just being on stage, channeling that energy together? Yeah. So as a kid, you grow up in, you know, the people that you love their music, they're kind of like superheroes. And, and when you get to be a peer with those people and you get to, they're willing to come out and join our stage and be able to be there. Those have been some of the most incredible milestones. Like, you know, we did a version of Colder Weather and uh, Sweet Baby James with James Taylor live for one of the TV show things. And, you know, he, he was my biggest influence. Um, those, those moments are just amazing. And I am still just such a music fan first. Yeah. So sharing the stage with your heroes and people like that and getting to be friends with them is, is weird and amazing. Uh, I'm also curious, you know, about this live show. I haven't gotten to see the Zach Brown band live yet. I know one day it will happen. And when it does, I'll be very excited. But what's one thing that you think stands out about a Zach Brown band live show, besides maybe just these covers that other people should know? That is what we're the best at doing is performing. Yeah live and we've been doing it together for so long you know you can't fake chemistry you have to uh -huh. earn that by living together and being together and and knowing what's happening and and you know a lot of bands in nashville that a lot of big country bands they don't even have their band play on their albums yeah and i i didn't know that 
that that was even a possibility. Like, why wouldn't you play? Why wouldn't you record with the people that you play with? But there's kind of a system in different places that, you know, that works for them. There's a group of players in Nashville that play on most of those same records. But it's important to me that, you know, we we have an identity, we have a history, we have this culture that we've built. You can't buy culture and momentum, you have to earn it. And And the chemistry comes from thousands of hours of playing together, living together, creating together. And that's something you can't, you know, that comes through when you see us live because everybody on the stage is a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think the energy and the connection we have with the fans is super special. I think, you know, we play three hour shows. So when you come out to see it, it's like, you're, you're going to get your money's worth. We're going to try to, every time we come to your city, we're going to have a different show that we bring the next time that we come so that it's never the same thing. And you know, we put all we have into our live performance. And that's 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 really what we're the best at as a band. I love that. Zach Brown Band, The Road Band. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Was there maybe a live show that you saw when you were an adolescent growing up that really, I'm sure someone's asked you this before, uh, but that really, really reached you and touched you and made you really want to be a live musician? Yeah, when I was 14 years old, I saw Sean Mullins and uh, Matthew Kaler had opened up, or we'd opened up for them when, I, when me and my best friend Radford Wyndham, when we were 14, we opened up for Matthew Kaler and Sean Mullins. And I remember when I was 14 years old, seeing them play live. And I loved music so much. I carried my guitar to school every day. I was just starting to learn how to write songs. And when I saw them perform live, I knew this is what I wanted to do. I was like, this, this, is, this is what I want to do. I know I wanted to build a camp for kids. I know I wanted to play music for my living when I was 14. So kind of shifting gears a little bit, I'd love to hear just about What's been inspiring you lately? Has there any been been any movies or other albums you've listened to or songs that have really just lit the fire in your belly? Yeah, so I'm writing for the new album right now. I'm in the middle of that and we'll be doing that for the next um, year, basically. I'm trying to think, you know, there, there's some amazing artists that I'm co collabing with on this next album as well. Uh, I can't really give that stuff away, but, you know, I, I long to be inspired. I long to find people that are writing stuff that's really amazing and makes me feel something. So when somebody, you know, when people just kind of mail it in and write songs about partying and whatever, and you can tell when they force rhymes and just throw in words in and things like that, like that's, that's not, a lot of those songs are really praised and become number one songs, but it, it doesn't have the soul in it. You know, um, mm -hmm. I just went to see Brandy Carlisle and Pink perform in Nashville and that was show. an unbelievable show. Brandy Carlisle is unfucking believable. Yeah. Her voice, her songs, the her band is 
the presentation of it. She's super inspiring. Um, she's one of the best female vocalists, period. Um, and the songs are there, you know, it's, um, you know, obviously Chris Stapleton, absolutely love Chris Stapleton. I think he's got the best voice in country music ever. He's his range and power and control and what he's able to do. I feel like there was this like bro country era of music that ended a few years ago. And now I feel like there's this second coming of all this amazing stuff. It's moving a little more towards Americana, which I love as well. Zach Bryan's another one. There's a lot of people that are coming out now that are legit. Like yeah. the music they make, the songs they sing, the connection to fans. There's there's a movement, a new generation of of music, especially in um in the country world. I feel like there's a lot of great music to come, which which feels good. It feels like there's, you know, there's like it's kind of like in, you know, when there was like a disco era. There was a few good disco yeah. songs, but it was kind of weird also and it lasted a long time. And now you know, I feel like country music went through that with, um, you know, tailgate, moonlight, tan legs, swinging, cut off. Like there was literally a couple hundred songs for about seven or eight years that were, that was the whole thing. I mean, it was basically yeah. <laughs> the same words in different orders, but now, now there's a lot, it just feels like there's a lot more integrity coming into that space by the artists that are coming out now and whether or not they're going to be really revered on radio or not, but they, you can't deny their success, you know? It's Definitely. like Anthony Oliver as well. Like the guy that put out a song virally on, you know, YouTube, it just caught fire and took off and doing it. So with social media and with these things, you know, the, there's great music that's getting to the light and people are following and finding people through these means. So it's not, you're not just limited to what records are in the store. There's a lot of great successful people now that are writing great songs and performing and, and making huge fan bases and things. It seems like it's a good time for music right now. Absolutely. I love that you really spoke to the fact that authenticity, you know, has always been a part of country music, but right now it's being celebrated in a way that it probably hasn't been for about 10, 12 years or so. I'm curious, you know, you, you've been working for so long and on the road for so long recording albums. How do you feel that you've kind of managed to retain that authenticity as a songwriter, as a vocalist over the last 20, 25 years? I think it's just our, our love for creating and doing it. And we were really want to make sure that I've been widening my circle of the people that I've been writing with and seeing what comes from those things. You know, it's, it's time on tools. It's just hard work. It's staying active. It's touring every single year, you know, until COVID I'd never taken a year off of touring since I was 17 years old. And wow. You know, the, the first 10 years that I was touring, I was playing 250, 300 shows a year. And then that went to probably 150 to 100 to what we do now is about 60. But we dedicate our lives to making the music and bringing it to the people. And that's 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 what we do. And, you know, we're very strict about our policies. There's no drinking before the shows. There's no, you know, you'll never come to our show and see a half drunk idiot on stage. You know, it, yeah. it's competitive. People can choose to go see anyone. So we dedicate ourselves to the fans so they know when we come back to their city, they're going to see something new. They're going to get their money's worth. And we're going to hopefully leave them feeling amazing when they leave the concert, creating memories. And but then another thing that's really great about our band is there's generations of people that come. There's grandparents that come with their grandchildren and they both can enjoy it and love it. It's important to be able to hear the words, you know, your diction when you're singing, making sure that people can understand the lyrics that you're saying. You, I put so much time into making sure that every line in a song is 
what it needs to be and then being able to sing it and have the right sound system and the right production so that people can hear the story of a song because it's really our modern day form of poetry. Country music is the forum for like American poetry. Mm-hmm. And we take that very seriously. We put a lot of time and love and energy and effort into it. I'm really feeling that from you right now. That makes so much sense. You wrapped up some touring earlier this year. I just want to hear this most recent tour before you go out on the road next year. What is a great, like a particularly great memory uh, from this last period of touring? There's a lot. You know, getting to have Marcus King out on the road with us for the mm-hmm. shows, I, I think he'll be one of the greatest rock and roll guitar player that's ever lived. He's he's just another level. The people that I would put him in a comparison with are, you know, Derek Trucks. You know, being around Marcus and writing songs with him and and having him his band come out and play with us live. <clears throat> to Neil Towns, who's one of my favorites, unbelievable songwriter, great voice, great player. You know, sharing the stage with different people. We had King Calloway out on the road this year and I produced their album uh, over the last, you know, year and a half. They came out. So the last two nights we played were in Tampa. The first night they pranked us and put chickens on the stage during Chicken Fried. They brought them out and like ran around with nets. <laughs> so we spent the whole next day, their entire set, my crew, everybody was just messing with them. So <laughs> they screwed oh, up and asking, they, they, they pranked the headliner the night before the last night. So we had that whole day. So that was pretty, that was pretty memorable. You know, they're playing a song and they break down the dude's drums and take all of Chris's drums, except his (laughs) snare drum while he's in the middle of the song. And we have a real family on the road. The culture that we have of everybody that, that works together is really special. And just being with all of our people and having these incredible artists, different ones come open for us. There was a lot of, a lot of moments this year that were pretty amazing. Always, you know, playing Fenway Park is magic it's you know those those shows as on the live album there's several songs that we did at Fenway live um but it was another great year man and I'm glad to have a little different pace and now I'm focusing on the creativity for what's to come we've got a big announcement coming up for what we're doing in 25 that's super exciting it'll be the masterpiece of what we've ever done before and super excited about that you were talking a little bit earlier about collaborators uh and that reminded me of you made a fucking great song with Foo Fighters about 10 years ago. Um, and I loved watching you in Sonic Highways. If possible, yeah. What do you remember from working with Dave and and the rest of the band on that song and in that kind of Sonic Highways experience? Dave Grohl is just one of my favorite people. He's everything you wanted to be and more. Like he, he's just such a creative force. He's always pushing the boundaries. The fact that he took that project on and yeah. went and inter- interviewed all these people in the cities and then took things that those people said and, and wrote the songs with things that they brought up and subjects and words and phrases and things that they did. So when he did the one in Nashville, he used my studio here because it's had a lot of history. Mm-hmm. And then Emmylou Harris is the one that that's in the interview told Dave that, you know, the, the fans are our congregation. And that's yeah. where the whole inspiration came from doing that. But when that came out, Dave did a, a show at the Ryman. They actually showed the, the, the series and then they played and yeah, and it was Halloween. So I came out with them and we did War Pigs and full corpse paint with the Foo Fighters. It was so cool. Yeah. Dave is just, he, he's always pushing the boundary of creatively what he can do. If you look back on their music videos to their band, to everything, you know, he's, a, he's just a great friend, but such an inspiration for since Nirvana days. 
until now and how he's continually reinvented himself, but he's out working, he's out connecting and staying relevant. And I think some artists get kind of comfortable and complacent and, and don't want to, you know, don't want to be on the road, don't want to be out doing it and dedicating their lives to it. So you get what you give, you know, whatever you put into it is what you're going to get out. And, I, and people, people resonate with that. You know, you can't fake what we do. It's really just a lot, a lot of time and hard work and, and being kind of monopolized out on the road. But that's what we do. And I will do that until I can't anymore. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.